This week on The Last Thing Podcast, we're going to be talking about the best games of 2019 so far. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Last Thing Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mr. Toffee, and joining me are... Supreme Commander Eccentric Tom. And Shafiq Dice Twice. Uh, Shadows over... I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> shadows, shadows of, of Shadow Lord. Yeah, there you go. It's the Shadows of the Edge Lord. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely, as you can tell from our subtitles, we're going to be talking a little bit about, okay, a lot actually about the best games of subtitles? 2019 what so is this, far. A video file? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a video file. This yes, is an audio yes. podcast here. Unless, of course, uh, somebody out there wants to be kind enough to do a direct audio translations, yeah, we, we welcome all comers. I sure. pity the fool who wants to do closed captions for this rambling nonsense. I pity the fool trying to uh, explain what the jokes I make in that language. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of contextual things. That, <laughs> that guy's gonna be paid pretty well, we assure paid? you. Yes. <laughs> We're a rinky-ding podcast, we can't afford to pay anybody. I'll, I'll get with you kindness, we pay them with kindness. Sure, yeah. yeah, there you go. If uh, as long as you're non-veggie, if you're a veggie, get out. Oh yeah. man. Okay, so... Uh, last game fans it's that halfway mark it's that tradition it's that time of the year again where we literally stop paying attention to whatever's going on and just talk about the stuff that happened so far yeah time for some real fucking navel gazing because we don't want to talk about MIB yet we really really don't want to talk about MIB and I saw it alright I guys... saw it too oh you me. did it's, okay. um, uh... it's a movie it's, it's a, a movie, movie. Which, um, <laughs> ran It's like for it's like the Dark hours. Tower on 2019. It's, the Dark Tower it's a movie. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, I, I enjoyed this more than Dark Tower, I will say. Okay, okay. okay. The, the the chemistry, yeah, it's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah, I gotta ask both of you guys, like, what do you think about the video game offerings so far from you know January till June of this year? You know what? Uh, coming right off our E3 episode, uh, yeah, whatever is we like we're hoping for already happened. Yeah, pretty we got much. nothing to look forward to until 2020 March. Yeah, specifically. Like, my faith in Creative Assembly was re-established, so I'm good. 2019 has been alright so far. Now can't wait till Doom! Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, so much a long wait. So much a long wait. Wow. God damn it. Why are you hey, releasing it? Uh, it's only a few months and then well, like the before Doom. coming out before that, so at yeah, least we'll have that I'm looking forward. Over. Yeah, but that yep. means we need to install that Epic Game Store client. It's fine. It's, 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 it's a sacrifice worth taking if you want to go loot shoot hunting. I again. mean, like I need to like consider right now which one should I uninstall in its place? In Uplay or maybe the EA one or Decisions? What decisions. Are you doing on Origin? <laughs> Am I playing on Origin right now? Sims. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I just got okay, me yeah, that, 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 that's pretty important. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say uninstall Origin because of Anthem, but yeah, you got Sims. We no, not, I just uninstalled we don't Anthem. That name. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I did not uninstall okay. Origin. You don't okay. have the goal to email me about. Look, Cataclysm's happening. Two months after we announced it, but it's happening. Like, no, yeah. fuck you, EA. Can we just look back at the EA announcements during E3? Hey, Star Wars Anthem. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like there was no mention at all about any Anthem DLC. We got FIFA, we got NBA, we got Madden, we got Star Sims Wars. and Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, we got Sims with mermaids and like uh, gender neutral characters and dolphins and uh, what about Anthem? <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk yeah, about don't Anthem. Talk about that. Poor Bioware. Uh, now they're so biodegradable. So yes. boys, uh, it's that time of year again where we look back at the games we played and we need to just reaffirm our decisions and reaffirm what it is that we 
uh, decide and we hail so proudly. Yeah, we need to stave off any buzz we're most possibly having at this point. Because we got nothing else to talk about until <clears throat> March 20th. <laughs> I mean, March 2020, my Yeah, then it'll be or just at least a at the end of the year. Yes. Well, till the end of the year, yeah. So look forward to that one time where we mentioned Borderlands 3 and maybe Doom. Doom! <laughs> I can't wait. That. Finally, a fucking video game. Wait, speaking of fucking video well, games. In a few days, there's actually going to be Samurai Showdown, so maybe you might talk about that. I in the hope next they few don't shit so. the bed with that one, yo. I mean, it's like Showdown Five was really bad. Oh, uh, but then they actually made it up with uh, Special. Special was really good. Yeah, which Samurai is basically like their version of like you know KOF '98. It's like their dream match. Just put everything yep. in there. Yeah. But then again, is this a fighting game? This is a fighting yes, game. Yes, it's a fighting game. Is is a legendary fighting game? It's the first fighting game with weapons. With weapons. <laughs> yes. Ooh. And it's also the first uh, fighting game with instant kill moves. That sounds kind of like, like Mortal Kombat, but not quite. Once you do I land mean, like, like a hard Mortal Kombat attack. had fatalities, sure. But in Samurai Showdown, like if you do the ABC attack and then like the BCD, like at the right moment, you're going to insta kill a guy. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm, okay. Uh, you kind of have that in the new Samurai Showdown, except it just takes away a lot of life bar, not so much kill. So it's like treated more like an ultra as it. A la Street Fighter 4, right? A super quick ultra. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, right, I would say that for Eccentric Tom especially, Samurai Showdown might be the kind of game you would enjoy because it's nothing yeah. but strategy. It's I... nothing about being patient, waiting for the right time, and doing exactly the right move. And it's it's probably one of the best dueling simulators ever. I yeah. might give it a try. It punishes the counter attack punishes are so painful in this game. True that, very, yeah, very and it rewards execution and patience, and also um, fucking summarize, yo. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you make a compelling <laughs> point. I mean, you could have just said summarize. I probably would have been kind of all. I mean, I would say this right, especially for beginners, right? Start with four. Start with four right. because like part one, part two is really nuanced, and it's um, like the controls are a little bit clunky, but it uh-huh. develops a certain style of how I would say. Um, yeah, it's it's very defensive kind of fighting game. So, okay. Like you don't get overwhelmed, but then again, it's like you know you just gotta pick your moments. That's mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of picking your moments, we're gonna pick our favorite games. <laughs> oh yes, our favorite games of 2019 so far. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Toffee, why don't you start us off? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, maybe I'll just start with the special mention first. Yeah. So that's this RPG I've been playing a past few months or so for review for my work and everything, mm-hmm. and I thought just maybe just bring it some love because. The company that published it might be going bankrupt. Oh no. Uh, NIS, NIS, Nippon Ichi. It's I that think Mr. Toffee curse, huh? Everything yeah. he touches goes bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> bankrupt and dead, yes. Don't play Borland, sir. <laughs> He's like the reverse yeah, yeah. Midas. He's I'm sorry, too late about things. that. Okay. I mean, that's already poisoned by Randy Pitchford, so Ooh, yeah. <laughs> nice one, shots fired. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this company, they've made a lot of really, really weird-ass, yet really fun games. Uh, Disgaea, um, Phantom Lab, Makai Kingdom, Phantom... Uh, Phantom Brave, yes, that's the other one I was talking about. So, yeah, crazy RPGs, a lot of power leveling and stuff. You know, if you really don't want to go to level 100, you can, hey, you want to be level 200. So, so they made this really, really simple action 2D RPG game called Lapis Labyrinth. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, nope, chance? definitely. I'm quite okay, keen so, to getting it myself. Okay, okay. So, it's basically a, uh, yeah, a dungeon crawler, more or less. Oh, okay. You go inside, you go through a bunch of levels, kind of randomly generated. The, the twist is basically you get your four party members following you and you get to control them one by one but the other three party members are kind of stacked up on your heads like um, 
what they call it? Uh, like basically some Japanese paste puff tree puff candy thingy, you know, they stacked on your head. Or you can so, just say like a totem pole. Yeah. Like a totem pole, yeah, like a totem pole. So basically when you have them on top of your head, yeah, they give you buffs. Okay. And for your main character. So you can have like, I believe there are eight classes, like your hunter, your bishop who heals, and you got the shielder, you know, like your armor guy, your tanks. So yeah, you basically just go through all the dungeons as much as you can. I think there are about 10 levels of this, and each of them has about... Six to seven like in, uh, levels for by itself. Like sometimes you go through one dungeon, you fight a boss one round, and then you have to go through like three or four. You know, like a roguelike more or less, except real time and very randomish. So real the time. reason why, I, yeah. So the reason why I kind of like this game is because again, it's just like it just reminds me of a very Japanese style two D Diablo, but with the whole platform action aesthetic and yeah, just get. And then the one kicker about this game is you get to actually get it to fever mode. Once you kill a certain number of enemies and get treasure, you get to activate this bonus mode where basically you're invincible and you get to rack up as much points as you can. So it's not so much about surviving, more is more like trying to get the highest score to get the best rewards at the so end of like the stage. It's like the uh, multiplayer thing for certain chests in Diablo 3. I think it's more like Bejeweled, but done in an action RPG. Oh, you okay. know like that sensation you get when you play Peggle, when you get that, you know, that last hit? Uh, yes. With I mean, the Ode to Joy playing and all that? Mm-hmm. Imagine that for an action RPG. So what platforms is this available on? This is on PS4 and I th uh, and Switch as well, on Switch. So maybe oh, okay. Tommy might want to take a look at it. Um, for PC, I'm not so sure because, I don't know, after that news about NIS maybe going bankrupt, who knows what's going to happen. So this is like basically their one chance at maybe... You know what they should have done? They should have just called this Final Lapis Library. <laughs> yeah, and it would have sold a ton. Because yeah, apparently maybe, maybe. people buy all the finals. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, which is kind of sad because this game, I kind of want to give it a lot of love because this is like, after going through Rage 2, after going through like other games, don't get me wrong, these other games like Devil May Cry and Sekiro and um, whatnot, they're actually kind of fun, but at the same time, you know, action RPGs, you don't see this that often, especially when they're done in this very kind of cutesy yet kind of fantasy kind of aesthetic and also with really nice 2D platform controllers, which is so nice too. Just a... Uh, Nice little feeling, you know, when playing this. We're looking at a trailer right now, and it looks batshit. Oh yeah, that's the thing, batshit insane. It gets very, very messy, especially when it comes to the fever mode, when all the treasure pops up. When you hit things, treasure comes up. When you hit Feels an like enemy, I'm having a fever more treasure come up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yes. It takes some time to get used to, though, especially when you're... But then once you get to do the groove after, like, the first few stages, then you know what to do. Like, you see how to lay out the stage, you know which traps to avoid, because this game can punish you really hard if you don't know what you're doing. And yeah, 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 <laughs> punishing, yes, yes. And yeah, yeah the, the enemy layout, the bosses, boss fights, they're also pretty fun too, in that sense. Okay. And you know, customizing your party is also really, like, you know, you got eight classes, but generally you want to just stick to four and then you can rotate it to figure out what your play style is. So kind of like Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon, but less grimy, less gritty and more and less fun and party-like. Fuck you, how dare you, on easy difficulty, wipe out my entire squad on the first room. Yes, fuck you, less, less of that, yes, yes. Although that's its own kind of fun. Get good! This, <laughs> yeah, this one's more like, hey, party fun. Just have to figure out where the hell, the hell I'm going to escape this stage or else... Sure. Yeah, okay. because when time runs out, yeah, this Grim Reaper guy starts chasing you and just one hit kills you. Is there so. any, like, multiplayer options for this? Uh, not that I know of, no, it yeah. seems single player right now. It's like a wasted so, opportunity because a game like this, right, especially if you could like maybe, especially on the Switch, you can buddy up with like a couple of guys and each one plays a totem, right? I know, exactly. I was yeah. like wondering why is there no multiplayer for this game? Like, you know, like Secret of Mana has multiplayer and Trials of Mana. Mm. Like, yeah. this could have been a thing, like an update or something, but... I mean, you know, it'd be amazing, right, like if you had a PvP like versus mode. 
Where you're another person and you stack up your totems and you see whose stats are better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities there. When you start off the stage, you start off level 1, then you build up your levels as you play through that one stage. So maybe at the end of the stage, instead of a boss, it'll be like the other player, basically a multiplayer. That could be fun. How much does it cost on Switch, do you know? Uh, Full price, right? About 70 sing, I guess. I'm going to wait for... um, Discount. Wait yeah, for discount this on digital, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because Nipponichi games they always sell at a premium price because of import reasons. And I think it looks like a flash game, so yeah, I think. I mean, it looks it looks fun, but it looks thirty dollars fun, not seventy dollars fun. Yeah, I know, I know. I kind of bit the bullet when I figured just pay for this and. But is it worth the investment? What do you think? It is for me because again, I kind of like really really fast paced action RPGs, and this one seems to be it. And there's actually a lot of challenge when you get to like the fifth or sixth stage. Especially when there are like traps with poison that just kills your party members really quick, so you kind of have to pay attention amidst all the mess that throws up that the game throws at you. So, what is your pick for best game of 2019 so far? Oh, it's a game that came out like three days ago or four days ago during E3. Um, is this a Nintendo game called Cadence of Hyrule? I think mm-hmm. you guys might have seen that trailer. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to getting this as well because I think whoever owns the Switch, especially after E3, like Nintendo. Yeah. Like, goddamn, Nintendo. I mean, we, we don't have enough money. Fire bets, but yeah, <laughs> Nintendo are just. There's a reason they've been in business for 130 years. They know how <laughs> they to do this. They make the thing that people want. Yeah. yeah okay? Which is games. Yes. <laughs> games and gameplay footage and, you know, actual games at work. So, like. Why is Cadence of Hyrule your pick? Okay, so I've been playing this game like f- back in 2014 called uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's actually from the same developers. Mm-hmm. And they so, got the, like, yeah. the Zelda license, right? Yeah, they got the Zelda license after some back and forth discussion. They made this game called Cadence of Hyrule, which is actually a really huge surprise for me. And of course, the best part is, yeah, it's really, really fun. So for those who don't know much about this game, you, you're playing a roguelike. So when you move, the enemy moves. So... I mean, you gotta attack them by just moving into them as long as you're not actively moving and stuff. So the, the kicker for this is you have to actually move in accordance to the beat and the tempo of the song. So if your song, if you're playing like four, two beats thing, you gotta have to follow the steps. It's a bit like of a one, rhythm two, game. And one, like it's yeah. a rhythm game, yes. I mean, it's still an action RPG. It's still like an action RPG roguelike game, but music is the weapon line in that sense. Where so it's like Amplitude versus the Standard Legend of Zelda game. Uh, more, yeah, as well as, um, actually, in fact, I won't say as much of a roguelike because the levels are kind of set. There's not much, apart from the dungeons you go into, everything else is kind of set, like the overworld is set. But it's and randomly that, generated enemies. That's what you're trying in to the say. dungeons, in the mazes and the dungeons, yeah, yes. I, see. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the gameplay, I mean, like, you know, for somebody who've uh, never seen this, I mean, like, for the first time, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, One Finger Death Punch or something. Uh, in a way, yeah, it does. Um, there's something very cathartic, you know, when you're just landing the right hits in accordance with the beat of the song, especially when you have the meter that just shows off like how well you're doing and everything. And, you know, as like a roguelike and an action RPG, your weapons do matter. And of course, uh, true to roguelike states, uh, states uh, when you die, you just, you basically lose your coins and mm. you just start back at the last safe spot you touched. In this case, a Shika tablet, uh, Shika stone, Shika stone. And uh, yeah, I kind of also preferred this to Crippler Necrodancer because that previous game is can get really fucking hard. So mm-hmm. well, this one's more like it's an indie rogue. Like, what do you want? <laughs> of course, exactly. I mean, I like the challenge, but I also kind of like to see some progress. So yeah. at least Cadence of Hyrule shows you that when you're collecting like the key items, as in the as in the Zelda game, like your boomerangs, your grappling hook, your special boots to walk onto water or walk onto ice. Is there um, a master sword in this? 
Probably. Uh, right. Eventually, there is. I'm not that far off. I played about probably four or five hours and living it so far from the other games I played this year. I mean, is there a narrative attached to this or is it just basically uh, a series of dungeons? Uh, there's a narrative. I mean, you basically just have to kill these four bosses before you reach to the main bad guy and, of course, Ganon. So that's about it. And all the bosses are, of course, musical themed. Hmm. You had to fight a, a xylophone four-headed dragon at one point, which is actually kind of funky. Yeah, and of course, uh, as you can tell from how I'm lavishing praise in this, the music is all really, really good. So. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a rhythm game. It has to be at the very least catchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe the guy who did the music is the guy who did, uh, what's that, Super Meat Boy. And of oh. course, the Crypt of Necrodancer. So yeah, very, very catchy stuff. Okay. Danny Borowski. I could have gotten his final name wrong. So yeah. Borowski sounds pretty much how you would pronounce it. <laughs> oh yeah, Borowski, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so apologies to Danny Borowski out there, yes. I'm sure he doesn't mind. Yeah. yeah, but but the music is really good. If the soundtrack is out, I'm definitely gonna get that. But for now, playing this game a lot, still really fun. So if you guys have a Switch, pick it up because it's definitely my pick for 2019 so far. Okay. But of course, it wouldn't be the last game podcast. What are the nitpicks? The nitpicks, I guess, I'm looking for a bit of a challenge, which I hope that's actually a what? section. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I like challenge, but as an extra bonus. So hopefully, I can get to that part later on, like maybe a like a hard boss mode or. Maybe even a hard mode where basically if you die, you have to start all the way at the beginning of the game. Yeah, that would interest me a lot more, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I mean, for you, Shafiq, you might as well just play Crypt of the Necrodancer. And I have. Oh, I you enjoyed have? the game okay, thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this might be a bit of a... I mean, you're just playing it because of the Zelda license and the Zelda remix. Well, true that. Until like Breath of the Wild Part 2, whatever, that's going to come out. You yeah, know? which is probably like five years from now. <laughs> I'm very much tempted, right, to like yeah. you know, dust off the Switch and play Breath of the Wild again. Like, mm-hmm. Oh man, that was an experience. And the thing is, I got so hyped up at E3, uh, E3 Nintendo. It's like, yeah, yep, I'm going to show them some love. Sure, I'm going to log in. <laughs> and as far as like side games go, this is a really good Zelda side game. I mean, I'm actually surprised the first party company, I mean, the first party developer isn't doing this. It's more like indie guys, which is nice, you know? Yeah, I mean, also Having good them, on Nintendo know. for uh, entrusting a really profitable property to an indie guy. Yeah, a really important one to boot. So yeah, yeah good they, job. Good they job. took a risk and uh, it's paid off by the sounds of it. So yeah, yeah, and speaking of paying, I think you only have to, what, I think it's about 20, 30 US, I think. Oh, that's it's a definitely steal. cheaper, yeah. Cheaper than your, you know, AAA titles, so yeah. Well, yeah, I should bloody well hope so. Probably, is this the cheapest Zelda game ever? Actually, come to think of it, yeah. <laughs> it's the cheapest <laughs> this Zelda game. This is probably game. the cheapest <laughs> Zelda game ever. <laughs> yeah. Only second you... to the illegal NES ROM you downloaded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you, when you bought, like, the Game Boy Link's Awakening, that's still, like, what, 50, 60 US It's still the time? same price it was when I was five years old. What Are the you fuck shitting off? me? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, just for inflation, goddammit. It's not even a cartridge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's hard to find working Game Boys in this day and age right now. You know what? Yeah. Oh, I still have one working Game Boy somewhere here. In the for la- now, for in the now. Studio. Yeah. For yeah. now, I have a color around here somewhere too, which uh, yeah, I don't even touch You might have to anymore. vacuum seal that bad boy, because... <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, uh, so, these are your top picks for 2019. So, there yeah, you go, everybody. Uh, Mr. Toffee, Cadence of Hyrule, and special mention goes to Lapis Labyrinth. Lapis Labyrinth, yes. Very RPG. Very yes. RPG, very weeb. Yes, very, very much weak. in brand. very on brand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of on brand, I think it's my turn next to talk yes. about. Sure. Go ahead. So I'm gonna start with special mention as well, and this one will go to Anno 1800. Oh man, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to playing this also. Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest, this is my first Anno game <gasps> because what? the other ones, I mean, they looked fun, but they always seemed a little bit impenetrable. 
in terms of you're talking uh, about paradox games, sir. You talk about nothing but paradox games. <laughs> talk about impenetrable. Point taken. <laughs> <laughs> but I, don't, I think also when I was at the right age to enjoy them, the ones that be coming out weren't super interesting. I think it was like I know sixteen hundred, yeah. I know twenty fifty. I when, played those, yeah. Which I saw some gameplay for. Eh, they look fun, but I don't know. People are saying that they're a bit shallow in terms of like um, challenge and uh, depth. I think it's more like it was designed for people who really wanted to just focus on city building rather than yeah. like, econo- economics and stuff. Yeah, especially since uh, City Skylines made stupid amounts of money. That game is just not a challenge at all. But it's the, yeah. basically a very fun little sandbox like a torture simulator. Oh well, yeah, I mean it's a map painter like every good Paradox game. Although most Paradox games make you work for your map painting. Exactly. So... Anno 1800 is set in, well, surprise, surprise, 1800. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, your standard Anno fair. You start by building a town. You have to create houses for a population to live in. Then you have to start getting resources. You have your supply chain. So you have raw resource plus other raw resource equals this resource, which then goes to this resource. You can either sell it or feed it into your economy to make it bigger. And uh, I mean, I'll just cut to the chase. It's really fucking fun. And it's super addictive. And... From what I've heard, there's a lot of um, quality of life improvements. So, for example, when you're drawing paths, they it's smart, like, goes around buildings when you put a building down. So, you can just, like... They finally figured that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After <laughs> how long? I mean, have they done this in the last anno? I don't remember. Yeah, and also, I think they make it very clear about what buildings you need for each supply chain. So, for example, if you need to build later on a canned beet factory, when you click on it at first, like gives you this little like um you need cows <laughs> yeah dialogue tree which says like first build a cow pasture then you have to get a a steelworks and an iron mine and a coal a coal foundry and then you have to uh, get the cannery and then you have canned meat yeah mm. i mean like i'm pretty sure a lot of animal purists are like ah, this is so dumb dumb this is babies <laughs> but that's the thing there's still plenty of challenge when it comes to optimization and uh, you know, finding the right level of supply and demand. Like the first game I played, I had to quit because I was hemorrhaging money and it was becoming super popular as a mayor because I wasn't meeting the needs of the people. There were riots every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, nothing is quite so humbling as like, oh yeah, I would be a shit city uh, leader. <laughs> you know what? Brexit was his fault too. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Bre- Brexit is definitely a result of someone misclicking in uh, one of these games. <laughs> Literally, right? I can imagine like David Cameron. Oh, oh bugger all. Fuck it, Brexit. <laughs> yeah, so this is him rage could, could you name your mayor? Could, behind the scenes. Could you name your mayor in this one? Or uh, Yes, you can. You named it after yourself, right? <laughs> uh, no, because I was role-playing a woman. As I do in all the school games. Okay. So I just came up with a random name which sounded fun. Tomalina? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Although there is a uh, feminine version of Thomas. What is that? Thomasin. Thomasin. Uh, ah, okay. The very first winner of MasterChef UK was a Thomasina. Ah, okay. I don't watch that. I know. <laughs> just MasterChef UK. Look at you getting all English. But I think what makes this a better version is like, yes, the other Anno games were difficult, but sometimes because they were just obnoxious or obsequious. So like, oh, you have to do this. How do you do that? Ah, fuck you. Find out for yourself. <laughs> this one, they very clearly, uh, if you played the campaign, it kind of, it's not handholdy per se, but it definitely like, gives you a channel saying, this is what you should do first and do this one. So it's kind of a walk before you run kind of thing. I have my own personal conspiracy about that, actually. Oh, yeah? Because, like, you know, all the instructions or the FAQs and the manuals are available on the website of the, of the game developer. Yeah. And they run ads on it. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You're like, how do you play the game? I don't know. Hey, you know, are you looking for Asian ladies in your area as well? <laughs> <laughs> they could probably help you. Have we played this game? <laughs> they could play the game for you. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> so I think the word you're looking for, Tom, is this is a very streamlined Anno experience, right? It's not streamlined. It's definitely got lots of complexity when you're looking for it. It's just that it's more smartly made. It's done with a... Basically, they hired a, U, a UX guy this time around. Yep, oh, I know what okay. you're talking about. Perfect. <laughs> that sounds good, actually. They enhance the user experience. Okay, apparently people want to be able to play this game immediately. Yeah, so, so <laughs> they don't want to have to hunt with three different fucking menus and look at an FAQ online to work out how this fucking thing works. And click away ads at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... I mean, coming in as a first-timer, I was immediately hooked. I said, okay, I'll try this out for another five minutes. It's like you're cracked now, right? Yeah, and then <laughs> this game does this thing that a lot of Nintendo games do as well, where they say, you've been playing for three hours, maybe take a break. No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm an adult, I can make my own poor life choices. There you go. Yep. And speaking of poor life choices, what's your pick for best game of 2018? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't want me to talk about Anno, are you? I don't know. I mean, you want to talk about more Anno? Well, well actually, I mean, yeah, please do, please do. My... Yeah, there's other stuff. Uh, this is where I get into a bit of nitpicky stuff. You do sure. have naval combat. Oh, when you fight but, each other's belly buttons. Yeah, when I say naval combat, I mean you click on your ship and you click on the other ship and then you wait to see what ship wins. Mm. So it, there's not a lot of strategic depth when it comes to like positioning or angles of attack. Which so there's a bit of RNG also. It's pure RNG, pretty much. Or just like hard stats. It's like, you know, my number is bigger than your number, therefore my number wins. Okay, so and there's nothing to modify it so much. And kind of the trade is a bit bare bones because there are other islands that you can trade with. Of course. And sometimes they'll say, oh, we're favorable to this trade agreement. Okay, want to trade? No, why? Because fuck you. Ha 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 ha. You know what? Let's just say it. Tom's disappointed he can't trade people. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Although, speaking of which, the big selling point of this game is that you can do expeditions into the new world. Oh, oh really? Right. Yeah, so you're so you looking forward to that slavery DLC, sir? Absolutely. <laughs> I've got to do my ancestors proud. Yeah, of course. It's like, it's colonialism. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you're just keeping in touch with history. Yeah, you're keeping it accurate. <laughs> I'm making my ancestors proud. Yes. Uh, sure. Okay, if you're doing that. Uh, whatever. But um, then it's, uh, when you do an expedition, you have to get your ship. Hopefully it's big enough. You have to by supply it with stuff like food, with repair materials and weapons. And then whilst you're playing the game, you just get pop-ups with you get dilemmas to say, this is the thing that happens. How do you deal with it? And some options you can't do because you don't have the right materials. So for example, your sails have been destroyed in a storm. What do you do? If you don't have spare cloth, you're shit out of luck. And then if it's your morale gets too low, you have to return home or lose your ship. But if you make it, you can start making long distance trades to the new world and get special materials that you need for more advanced stuff, especially for your high-level citizens. And so that's an extra layer of stuff you have to, you know, look out for and manage, which is what you want in a management game. If you don't add extra layers of management, then, you know, what's the point? The speaking of RNG, do they have natural disasters and world events that can just ruin your day for you? Uh, I've not played long enough to notice, uh, but you do have... I can't remember if this is a feature in previous games, but you have a newspaper that will occasionally just publish stories and if you've not been doing good enough things they publish bad stories which make people not like you oh, really? and then they work less good and then they just dox you right yeah I mean <laughs> but you can pay to change the stories but uh, the guy will like you and write even more horrible shit about you if you 
that I keep on doing it. So that's when you invent fascism and you like kill the journalists. That's actually an option later on in the game. There oh, you cool. go. <laughs> yeah. So we still win. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my honorable mention because it is a fantastic time sink. Yeah. For sure. And anyone no, who... Yeah, that's definitely the virtue of any good video game is like if you can't stop playing it. Yeah. I must say, and this might turn some people off, it is Epic Game Store exclusive. So there you go. That's why that special mention. Yes. <laughs> but... but. Uh, you could get the uh, collector's edition, which includes any future DLC for fifty dollars sing. Right now? Yeah. Actually, I thought Arnold okay, was also a Ubisoft thing, so it would be on UPlay as well, would it? Uh, yeah, I think they're doing a partnership deal. Uh, okay, okay. Like, okay, but it's right. only Epic exclusive for now. For an, and they might get Steam release later on, but yeah, the, it's at the very least a time exclusive. Okay. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, something to play until Borderlands 3 drops yeah right? I mean the main issue I have with that is that uh, the Epic Games Store still doesn't have achievements and I kind of like having those <laughs> no, me too man but uh, I mean it runs perfectly well the overlay is less intrusive than Steam one is mm. it definitely runs a bit smoother okay but you know that's just my thing and if you have uh, your personal issues with um, the Epic Games Store I don't blame you uh, so yeah uh, I just don't want to contribute any more money to the thing that is Fortnite. Well, I mean, Fortnite's paying for itself. <laughs> Which is quite annoying. Yeah, but then again. No, hey, it's Fortnite. Game. It's just the people who play it. <laughs> and hey, it just means that you can play Minecraft without being called a 13-year-old anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because it's now cool again. Because only 30-year-olds play it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so, so uh, moving on to my game of the year. Let's um, guess what it is, boys. Yes, uh, I'll give you three guesses. Mm, let me guess. Um, one guess is a kingdom. The other two are two other kingdoms. That's a total of three kingdoms. You are correct. Sir. <laughs> it's total war three kingdoms. Woohoo! And yeah, if you spoilers, haven't... Tom likes paradox games. Yeah, in, case, in case you didn't listen to the in other case, previous podcasts, yeah. in case you haven't realized by now, Lasking fans. Yep, he's staying in brand. <laughs> Absolutely. Although this is Creative Assembly, and as I mentioned when I did my official review of the game. I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit after Attila because it was fine, but there were some yeah, it's basically design more like, choices in terms of like uh, the it campaign. It was an update rather than a whole new game for me. Actually. Yeah, and the thing is like they definitely designed it more for like multiplayer, which is all well and good. I don't like uh, multiplayer. I played for the campaign and the campaign was shallow as fuck. Why don't you play me multiplayer, sir? Uh, because I'm scared. No, don't worry. <laughs> I'll be good. No, you won't. Okay, so... Soul War Three Kingdoms, uh, best game of 2019, according to Centric Tom. Yeah, because this is truly a return of what made yeah. Total War fantastic. And yes, the unit roster isn't as diverse as, say, Medieval 2 or the original Rome, but it's still nuanced enough to where you can still feel the definite differences between the different houses because they have their special units or different buffs and debuffs. And. The main difference now is that diplomacy actually works properly. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah, we the talked air. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can do other stuff. That's what makes it boring for me. Actually, I like just like that randomness where like what? No, no, we had a deal. Oh, uh, they're attacking us now. Oh no, the AA will still do that. But the thing is, like, it will make sense. For example, the Bandit King will betray you because he's a fucking bandit. He's a bandit. <laughs> it's it's in the name on the title. It's in the yes. name. <laughs> yeah. Whereas uh, I'm not the honest Bandit King. I'm the Bandit King. Yeah. Whereas Liu uh, Biao will never break any deals with you because he's a trusting warlord. Like they're very on brand with uh, like 
who well, they were in the stories. Uh, think of it this way. Yeah, one of those few video games where they really pay, they're very faithful to the canon. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of faithful to the canon, fuck you, Yuan Shao, you piece of <laughs> shit. I hate you. You know what's cute? is, is the fact like we've always known and this is his first time experiencing these characters. It's like... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like that. <laughs> I never truly appreciated how great, uh, like, romance was until you are fighting a get, uh, a battle, and then you see Lu Bu just like start charging towards you, going, "Well, fuck, I'm dead." <laughs> <laughs> but I fought against him. I, I overpowered him, and he still killed 500 of my units by himself. Yep. Like, fuck you. Well, according to legend, uh, he, he can do a thousand, but he was just being nice to you, I guess. Oh, no, I've seen him do it. I saw <laughs> oh, some, you saw that too? <laughs> I saw him play online, he got 2,000 kills. Oh, man. Yeah, because, again, it, the AI is not perfect. You can micro-cavalry to where, like, spears don't do as much damage as you used to anymore. But I think you just need to kind of mention, uh, especially when it comes to the battles, right? The inclusion of the spectacle. Oh, yeah. It definitely feels more personalized and you feel more attached to your generals than you and used to. And those cinematic battles, right? <laughs> yeah, because every other uh, Total War game before, there's like every other, every general is just like, oh, just some fuckwit. <laughs> like you never really had any like, personality attached to them. With these ones, you really do care and hate them. So because your generals kind of like and dislike each other, if you have two people who don't like each other, but one guy's not very good, the other guy's very good, you tend to decide with a guy who's very good. Unless it's your faction leader who doesn't like anyone else they have to fight with. And he's like, for fuck's sake, just please work with this person. <laughs> I need you to function together as a team. Like, you kind of wish there was an option to do like team building exercises when they're not fighting. Sir, this is a full war game. What are you talking about? <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't add much else other than I did finally complete a campaign. Uh, How's it feel? Oh great! I united it as a uh, Kong Rong, so uh, okay. well done. Yeah. How many Using hours did it take anyway? Oh, that. that campaign took me about thirty hours. Okay, that sounds good. Um, right. And the secret was uh, I was just like a trade monopoly dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's Mr. One thing Silk I, Road. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. You yeah, can definitely much. like you know circumvent a lot of battles and a lot of like betrayal if you just you know play the money game properly. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like oh, you have the best generals. Well, fuck you. I have five times your money. Here are three armies. Deal I'll with that. I'll buy your generals. <laughs> I'll buy your golden army, and this time I'll use them properly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you have a legendary leader. Oh, you have Sun Sir. Well, he's dead now. Fuck you. <laughs> That's, conquer my that's not canon. I can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I mentioned briefly, like, you can choose to just not follow the story. So, like, if you're playing as uh, Sun Tian, you can throw away the Jade Seal if you want. And so not die. Okay. Yeah, true. I like the fact that it allows you to do, like, alternate version of Three Kingdoms and, like, allow you to play all these what-if scenarios, which is kind of interesting, but also at the same time... Nah, I mean, as a fan of the, the Three Kingdoms saga and, like, Total War in general, it's a nice... Uh, I would say this. There hasn't been a collaboration this exciting since maybe like you know Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, it's Quite like possibly yes. like back then. If you think about it, like oh my god, Street Fighter versus like X Men. This is awesome. Yeah. And now it's Make like it better Marvel it, and Capcom. Yes. This is literally like you know Creative Assembly. Like what do the nerds want? You know, apparently a lot of people. Let's like, see what these guys at Koei are doing. Yeah. Oh, we could work yeah, with we that. Could we can do that. that. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, I think that a lot of the Total War community have become weebs. Because <laughs> they fucking love Sun Ren. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty normal. I think she's yeah. the only good looking uh, character model. You know, and just Some people like were very upset that the Dao Chan looks kind of ugly in game. 
Nobody knows what they really look like. Come on, it's based I on know, like like she's meant fucking to be like, watercolor I, paintings. I think Koei Tecmo has spoiled a lot of fans and us. But as well. also, yeah. look, Diao-chan managed to make people kill each other over her. Like, make her look slightly better than some weird polygon. <laughs> I guess so. I agree. But I would also want to say this. Uh, you know what? Just like Dragon Ball, it's so cute watching all these Westerners finally catch up to this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. We've had this for like decades. You never heard of Three Kingdoms? Yeah. Bro, where do we start? It's like our Lord of the Rings, but even more nuts. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, because it is technically based on true events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy killed like, a thousand guys with one hand. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Also, no magic required. Just so. ask kicking. Another real fun part is watching all the English YouTubers really struggle with the pronunciations. Dude, we're doing it right now with you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, at least I'm trying. It's okay. And look, none of us corrected you because yeah. you know what? It's just funny when they say yes. it. I mean, that's also why I chose Kong wrong because he's easy to pronounce. <laughs> Gong. 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 There you go, Gong. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the case with it. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> but long story like... short, this is one of those games, yeah, you gotta buy if you're a huge strategy fan. And also, one of the best Total War games in a long time, yeah. you know. For sure. Definitely Since for me. Rome and... or... Uh, what else? What else? What else? No, I mean, for me, it's Rome, yeah. definitely. Rome was like the, the last great one. Like, everything else has been good Oh, or Shogun. Fine. Shogun. I just remembered Shogun. Shogun, Shogun no. 2 was fun. I would say the last one I really enjoyed was Fall of the Samurai, which was like the mm. mega DLC. That was the oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's like pro strats, save up so you can buy the HMS Warrior, and then just laugh the way to the finish line. Because you could take on a full stack of Navy with that bad boy by all by itself. Nice. Yeah. And when you get explosive rounds, Game over, man. So, uh, I've nerded out enough. It's time for Shafiq to... Uh... Well, yeah, it's about time we talk about some actual video games. <laughs> oh, wow. You and your nerdy <laughs> fucking weeaboo shit <laughs> fucking paradox games. God damn it. Guys. So, uh, what's your special mention? <laughs> what's my special mention? An actual goddamn video game. One way you have to press buttons, sir, and use things like reflexes, ability, and, and combo skill. making. Yeah. And combo, sir. We're talking about goddamn Devil May Cry. Probably the best Japanese Devil May Cry <laughs> game in a while. <laughs> and you know what? Um, I've uh, raved a lot about this game when it came out. I do have my nitpicks with it, and yeah. it's exactly the same nitpicks. Now, as of this recording, they finally... I don't think they have released the bloody Paladin. They did yet, right? on April the first. People have they been did, playing right? the hell out of that. Yeah. Oh god, man! And the thing is, just like I have been busy reviewing other things, and I can't wait to get back into Devil May Cry. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you it's know free what? DLC uh, too. So yeah, good, good on Capcom. Free DLC. Yes. And have they fixed the like, basically the exploit where you get? Oh, get the false tat exploit. I don't think so. Not that I know of. Nope. No. That shit still yep. works. <laughs> Oh dear. Yep, there you go. So don't worry about continues and buying extra arms and shit. Just, you know, yeah, do, do the Faustet exploit, okay? Just Google that. I'm not going to tell you exactly what to do, but when you find out... You'll know. Ah, there you go. <laughs> You'll definitely save yourself all this uh, hard cash instead of, like, you know, buying orbs. <laughs> okay, or you can be, like, an actual man and, <laughs> like, earn those orbs, okay? Doing combos and shit. Okay. This all must be... Back in my day, back we earned the orbs. No, back we right now, <laughs> back in my day, Children. there were no continue points. <laughs> back in my day, there was no DLC. We had to play the whole game. Okay, it came out as it is, broken or not. Okay, and we appreciated it. Whatever was shipped, we played it exactly, and it's still awesome today. So yes, uh, no surprises there. Devil May Cry, I would say they still haven't topped DMC. And the fact of the matter is, uh, it's kind of nice to see that also. You know, in retrospect, uh, thinking back to E3, seeing how uh, Ninja Theory have decided to like 
go back to the good old uh, action melee combat genre. Mm -hmm. And uh, now making it multiplayer and now making it team based. Like, uh, let's see where based. this goes. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they have the exact same uh, combo mechanics in DMC and they somehow figured out a way to netcode it and have people, like, you know, practice and smash against each other, sure. Well, they've got Microsoft money now. So no, they kind of, it's not Microsoft money. Microsoft bought them. Microsoft is just literally asking them to make a good game. Yeah. Or else we, 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 we can't do shut you down. Yeah. <laughs> Always we shut you down. You see that, that thing in the corner there? That used to be rare. <laughs> <laughs> remember those guys oh, it's just like an empty office space it's like we don't go in there it's not, it's not the ghost still it's walk not, the halls it's office not an empty by the office. countryside yeah all empty no, it's, it's not even an empty office space it's just this room like full of perfect dark zero <laughs> <laughs> all the unsold copies next to all the, the unsold copies, copies yeah. next to the two copies <laughs> yeah see we're not standing. Atari we don't bury our mistakes <laughs> no we show it to you yeah. you have to learn so speaking of learning, Devil May Cry. Ah, uh, yep. The the the. Yeah, it's a very exponential skill ramp, I would mm -hmm. say. You know, and the thing is, uh, once you've achieved a certain uh, finesse and a certain ability to pull off set combos and moves, then you realize, oh, I've been playing this game wrong. Actually, this is how you play <laughs> the game. And the thing is, right, especially at this point of time, uh, I'm pretty sure Capcom is going to go through with uh, a sale very much soon, right? And uh, not so soon, dude. Maybe about a year when or so. The, when is their next uh, like publisher weekend on Steam? Or, uh, I think it's gone and passed already, right? Yeah, because it was from software last weekend. Mm, I got maybe, uh, Dark maybe, Souls 3 collectors maybe for the dollars Maybe end of the month, because that's when the Steam sale might happen. Yeah, usually, if I recall, like Capcom would always do like a uh, publisher sale very close to like big events like Capcom Pro 2 and stuff because they want to sell about, like more Street Fighter stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be November, but for now, I guess end of June would be the best bet for now. But anyway, if you need to buy just one video game this year, uh, I'm gonna mention it later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you had to buy another one, sure, uh, I would definitely recommend Devil May Cry 5 over Arno. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, like, yeah. You wanna spend 40 hours, like, like learning how to can beef? Or do you wanna spend 40 hours <laughs> kicking demon ass? Yeah, changing weapons back and forth like a pro. Exactly, doing combos like a man! With, with, <laughs> with, 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 with heavy metal playing in the background, too. Not really, man. They got this ridiculous. Oh god, that Devil Trigger song. Okay, no, not, not Devil Trigger. Things. I mean, I'm thinking more of Everything a V song. Else. V song. That was actually not bad. Okay, those songs are pretty yeah. cool. Okay, yeah. And then again, nitpicks. Exactly the same thing. I can't quite stand the, the V character. He's really. I mean, it's interesting, but it wasn't really quite executed well. And like, you can get away with just like mashing every single button and staying far away from the action. Yes. And you you can definitely triple S rank that way too. So I'm not so sure what this character is for or like, you know, and the thing is he really slows down the pace of the game, mm -hmm. especially when you play his solo stages. And it's like, I don't see anybody having that much fun with this character. I think he's purely there for the Tumblr crowd. Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's definitely there for the... He would make a very pretty bottom for like people's fanfiction. Oh god, yeah, he probably <laughs> is by now. Okay, and also uh, props to Capcom for paying tribute to the other DMC by having the exact same final boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, Nero's look did look tailored towards the... Dude, the, the... it's exactly... It's Dante from DMC, yes. but now they retooled him as Nero. They just colored his hair white. Like, wait, it's the same model too, right? He's got the same upturned nose and everything. Most likely, most likely, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, we here at The Last King, if you had to play any Devil May Cry game... Play the one that's not Play made in Japan. <laughs> play the Ninja Theory one, okay? Uh, and then, okay, if you had to play one of the Japanese ones, this one, and I mean, I'm going to rank it right now. It's definitely five. 
then three. Yeah, three would be uh, top. The three is definitely up there, and then maybe one, then four, then finally two. <laughs> two still wow. shit. We do not talk about part two. That we was do not part talk two? about part two. <laughs> so it's like the opposite of the Star Trek movies. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I would say that. Yeah, yeah the, the odd ones are the best the ones. The odd ones. Okay, don't play any of the even-numbered ones. Especially, don't play 4. We're so dumb. I don't understand why people try to argue with me that Devil May Cry 4 is better. No, because it's fine. Fine. I'm always fucking stupid. No. This, is the, this is the worst one since 2. Shit, okay? And then like, everybody's complaining about Nero. Well, what if you made Nero like a, like this Dante? Yeah, nobody noticed. Yeah. Nobody cared. Where are the fanboys crying out now, huh? Hmm. Anyway, I mean, who cares about Nero anyway? Seriously. Nobody, everybody wants to play Dante. I don't think even Nero cares about I don't Nero. even Nero cares about Nero. I mean, he becomes like a better version of himself later in the game. In part 5, yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's got there one go. of his so, uh, special powers unlocked near the end of the game, which you can use in like your harder difficulties too. Kind of fun. Bingo, yep. So, there you go. Pull your devil finger. Here's my devil trigger. Devil May Cry 5. Special mention. And yes, a goddamn video game. Speaking of also... <laughs> A goddamn video game. <laughs> now, this one I'm not going to uh, argue with you about because, yeah, this game is pretty goddamn amazing. I like this Holy game shit. too, the one you're going to talk about, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is one of those games where we all three unanimously think should be game of the year for 2019 until maybe Doom. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a... Borderlands 3, maybe. No. I don't know. Borderlands 3... It's gonna be. Uh, I'm a I bit mean, worried. At the very least, it'll be more the same. It'll at least be like what a top ten pick, maybe. Well, definitely. I mean, if it, if it nails the looter shooter, right? I mean, if they did what they did in part two, and then also promise us all the DLC and stuff, sure. Yeah. Because the thing is, right? You've already established the template. Just follow that, and we'll be fine already. But don't do what you did with the pre sequel and just fully like fuck sort it and like really your best idea is a butt stomp. <laughs> and Why? you don't change up much. In fact. It feels yeah. like it's just a watered-down version of Borderlands 2. Yeah. It's a watered-down version of Borderlands 1 for me, actually. <laughs> wow, I mean, like, the cool, Because it's, it's literally set on the moon. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't have the kind of expanse and the kind of landscape it's part 2. Mm-hmm. And like the worst thing is like the weapons aren't that great. Which is something you should guys... I mean... Uh, guys, Gearbox, you're making Borderlands 3. Please try to top the double-penetrating Uncamped Herald. I am really looking forward to that. Best gun in the game. Hands down, if you know how to use it properly. But yes, enough about the Borderlands that's uh, about to occur. Let's talk about uh, a time and a place long ago in ancient Japan where giant monkeys will just fuck your day up. <laughs> or giant ogres <laughs> chained up to giant boards will just sure, wrestle you to like, death. I mean, like this is probably one of the most accurate ninja games ever because if you make a sound, <laughs> if you... Just as much as breathe wrong and everybody looks at you, you are fucked. For sure. <laughs> okay, I mean, well, what do ninjas do? Oh, they run around throwing shurikens and doing amazing combos and backflips. No, no, no. no, they hide and they wait for the right time to do the thing. And yep, I'm talking about Sekiro Shadows die a goddamn million times, <laughs> boys. Sheesh. I'm, I'm like already 90 hours into the game. I finally beat it. Oh, mm, wow. Nice. I finally Good one. beat it. <laughs> but there's still shit that I haven't yet checked out because no. It's literally <laughs> that there, no. that there are moments when you're like, okay, I'm really close like to uh, you know this boss. I'm really close to like opening up this area. And then you see this thing over there and you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> not yet. I'm not ready quite for whatever that thing is doing right now. So is it like the Dark Souls games where actually the big bosses were fine? It's like the 
bosses that were your size you had to really worry about? Well, definitely. When it comes to the mobs and when it comes to the things that come, like, appear from corners, mm. uh, that shit is still a thing. I see yeah. that Miyazaki still loves the corner camping bullshit. Yeah, true that. And it was, I mean, like, like any, like, good from game, uh, the bosses mix it up, but the thing is, it's basically pattern recognition, and it's mm-hmm. basically muscle memory, and it's also basically reflexes. Though, like, me and John, like, when we reviewed this game, we still call out that, that from software. That, that is, that's not supposed to quite hit. Yeah, what, that, what the fuck is this, this shit? This has been prevalent. <laughs> I dodged that properly. What the fuck? How did I die? What hit me? Yeah, yeah. This is, like, since you know, very prominent, since maybe Demon's Soul, if you want to go that far back. Since, yeah, since the very first, like, uh, from game where is it's quite literally I'm pretty sure I'm far away enough from that attack yes. not to have been hit hmm. how did I die yes. <laughs> I call bullshit okay but yeah you know what if you're a man <laughs> you suck it up you just and you take the punches you, okay, you suck it up and you just do it again yeah. okay it's all about repetition muscle memory reflex and just goddamn balls yeah. man you gotta go and dying a lot too learning from that and yes. dying a lot you gotta learn you gotta learn you gotta learn today this is tough love the video yeah. game wow. quite literally I mean and the thing is everybody's like saying like oh so is it is it just like a Dark Souls game nope. no no not at all this is actually a lot more um, there's a lot more emphasis on agility there's mm-hmm. a lot more emphasis on movement as compared like compared to any Dark Souls game right I mean I said this also before how do you beat a Dark Souls game patience yeah. Wait for the right moment to attack. Now you're a ninja. And the problem is, right, because you're a ninja in the video game, that natural instinct to just make a move or try to be flashy or try to, like, oh, I can dodge anything. No, you can't. This is a from game. They will remind you. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, there are some attacks you can jump and there are some attacks you can dodge. You cannot do both for certain attacks. You gotta pick one yep. or the other. Okay, which would make the game a little bit more interesting because, like, right now every battle is that rock, paper, scissors. Like, you know, you just need to see what the tells are. And, like, for this tell, jump. For this tell, dodge. For this tell, block. Okay, it would be nice if you could mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, uh, I complained very early in like the, our first review where it's like, okay, this game feels a little bit unfair. I wouldn't call it cheap. Now, the thing is, once I've kind of, like, nailed it, I mean, I've mastered it a little bit. I kind of want to be a bit more cheaper. Mm. I don't know how to say this. I mean, I'm a glutton for punishment. Okay. I definitely want to have unblockables back. Okay, okay. I want that shit. I mm. want. I want it to literally be like you know. And I, you know, what I want. I want like that Dark Souls three fake out shit they they like to do, where you think it's one move, but nope, it's this other mm, move, right, right. which looks kind of familiar. Like oh fuck me, I really need to pay attention because there are times right now where I can feel like okay. Um, I wouldn't say that Sekiro is dumbed down. I would say it's oh, larger. Oh god, it is not dumbed down, dude. It's not it's dumbed down. Not. There's a lot, but the thing is, it allows a l- because of the mobility and because of the grappling hook mechanics, right? And also because of the umbrella and the posture right? system as well. Exactly. It's like there's a lot of opportunities for you to get the fuck out of dodge, yep. which I appreciate. And, and, and it's not like that Dark Souls two bullshit where if you're stuck in a room with this thing, you gotta kill it because he's blocking the door. <laughs> you know, right now you can literally just fly away. Like, okay, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and when you come back, oh, he's got full life again. Fuck. <laughs> okay, let's do this again. Uh, but yeah, um, and the thing is, right, this is the kind of game I would say also, unfortunately, um, like a lot of Dark Souls games, like a lot of forum games, right? Once you kind of nailed it, once you kind of mastered it, right? The the replayability, I mean, the replayability becomes more or less. Okay, how do I do this more efficiently, and how do I do this without getting hit? Okay, and then that's when you turn on your get good, and then that's when you turn on your like 
time to record this for YouTube. I'm going for the no deaths. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, or you learn to play on Guitar Hero. Or you learn to play on Guitar Hero, or you convince Twitch to play it for you. Yeah. So either way, um, I mean, there isn't... I mean, I did mention earlier, I mean, in, in the actual review, where it's like, there is replayability because you just keep dying a lot. Now that I've completed it, right, it kind of feels like, yeah, I just need to do that again. It doesn't quite feel like, okay, so what's the next challenge? There is like a, another harder mode, but also at the same time, it feels like I want a bit more variety up with that. I don't know. I mean, to me, it feels like it's a very complete game in the sense of where it's scaled bigger and there's a lot more things to do, a lot more things to kill, but it also feels kind of like, uh, yeah, the end game is not that quite there yet. If you all understand what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. More in the sense is like, the thing is, once you mastered it, like, what, what do I do with this skill now? Yeah. You know, so like, there's no announcement of DLC yet, right? No, not I'm that. I'm sure there'll be something. No, no, no. But it's because the thing is, there was quite a long wait between Dark Souls 2 and Scholar of the First Sin. If I yeah, remember. and that's just basically a remaster. It's yeah. not a total deal. Like, they didn't really <coughs> add much to it. And the thing is, like, in a lot of regards, I mean, I would say Sekiro is kind of like a perfect game, almost. Okay. You know, like, for me, it's like, it's, it's never going to be a 10 upon 10 because... I still call bullshit on a lot of that from software hitbox like yeah. no that that didn't hit me at all what the fuck <coughs> are you doing now you just now you're just fucking with me <laughs> so but also at the same time it's like it's also extremely impenetrable I mean I'm, I'm I'm when Tom mentions impenetrable at least you can get past stage one true Sekiro Shadows Eyes twice if this is your first video game children yeah have fun <laughs> good luck in which case what's wrong with your parents no it, it, no, that's proper parenting that's life right there <laughs> figure this out okay I mean like back in the day all we had was like Contra and Mega Man it's like when you died alright yeah. but there was a clear path of what you need to do properly where something in like Sekiro is like what did I do wrong yeah you can't get <laughs> How did lost I in Contra you can't get lost in Contra you just keep going to the right whereas in Sekiro like you go the wrong way Okay, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. What what is this? Who is this guy and why can't I like hit him? Yeah. Hmm. Why are they like suicide flying bombers coming my way when I'm climbing up the roof of a castle? Dude, the first time you see those, <laughs> oh, right, was... and you think, right, oh, that's cool. They're coming right for me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I... And they explode. Yeah, I laugh my ass off when I got killed the first time because, yep, that was fun. <laughs> Thanks for <from> software. <laughs> Dude, I I laugh the first thirty times because I'm still dying to this shit. <laughs> It's so mesmerizing. Yeah. How do you, how do they figure me out that way? Man, I do like the way from uh, just like drop shit on you. Like the first time you find out mimics exist in Dark Souls games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, it's this kind of yeah. game. All right, it's literally that kind of game. And or, or like a high level move where like, hey, you fall over, boom. What well, fuck you? That's not fair. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean. I like the fact that From Software have kind of diversified the IPs a little bit. So you have your Demon Souls and you also have your Dark Souls, which is technically Demon Souls because, you know, licensing and copyright yeah. issues. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then they have the Bloodborns. So you, 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 you've done Sekiro. Where's Bloodborne 2? Where's that one thing we're all asking for right now? After Elden Ring? Well, after, after Elden Ring? Whatever the fuck well, that is. Well, maybe we gotta wait till the PS5 comes out. Who knows? Because that's in the you horizon. You think so? They're saving that for then? Maybe, maybe. Because like Tom I mean, said, would, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. That'd be one hell of a launch title. Exactly. PS5 coming with Bloodborne 2. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, good luck. Take all uh, the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good luck, uh, Project Scarlet. Like, yeah. You better hope Master Chief <laughs> really brings yeah. it. Sure. Okay, <laughs> Maybe, uh, yeah, uh, Dark Souls with Master Chief DLC. Mm hmm. Not fun at all. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's something quite satisfying about just bring like a full AR into a demon's face. Yeah, that's true. But also at the same time, uh, yeah, so definitely amongst the three of us, this is 
I don't know. Unanimously should be game of the year until whatever else comes along. Yep, yep. Yeah. Still fun. Despite, I mean, it's Still punishing, fun. but fun. The good kind way. It teaches you things. It makes you yeah. to be a better gamer. It's... Yeah, I actually do enjoy just playing this over and over and like going through kill it after killing the prince or killing any of the bosses. You get a really nice, satisfying feel, you know, like you conquered this mm. mountain and then the game shows you, yep, here's another mountain and there's another mountain. You got to receive you check Apex, you know? It's like the episode from uh, Simpsons where he's climbing Mount Springfield. Uh, yep. Yes. I made it to the top. No! <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. literally that. <laughs> oh, you think you got this? No, you haven't. <laughs> That was just a tutorial! Oh god. Uh, you know what? Also, I know I spoiled it like in our first review, but god damn it. Kids, if you haven't played Sekiro and if you haven't seen any of the videos, right? When you see that monkey, <laughs> <laughs> don't put down the controller right, <laughs> right away. <laughs> no, no, no. After you kill him, just count to five, take a deep breath, and do that shit all over again. <laughs> god damn. Fuck that monkey. <laughs> This is a game which just you, you taking breaks is quite good for yeah, you. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> oh, you think, oh, you think you can relax now? No, 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 no. This game is full sphincter tightening. Uh, oh, it's that kind of game. Yeah, yep. just go back to the shrine, take a deep breath, go for a walk, have a cigarette. Well, you go back to the shrine. You're stuck in the yeah, fucking you have to pool, fight in that and pool. it's like yes. And it's oh, like okay. as you're stepping back, it's like why, why is, why is it still animating? I mean, technically, oh. you could use that thing which brings you back to the nearest shrine, but that's a, that's a bit of a cooldown, so. Look, yeah. if you want to be a pussy, <laughs> sure, wow. go ahead. No, 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 no. You want to call yourself a gamer? No, 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 no. You don't even equip that shit. Okay, you stay right there and you do the second fight like a man. You keep putting that wall until you have no face left. Exactly. Okay. Look, we come from the era of Nintendo thumbs. What do you guys have? Huh? Save files? <laughs> Fuck you. We don't need no save files. We just need the Konami code. We don't need code. no save files. <laughs> Okay, you know what I do after I die? I delete my save files! <laughs> I start again, like a man! <laughs> so anyway, yes, Sekiro. Shadows died twice. Get it? It's out of everything. Okay, it's on PS4. PC. It's yeah. on PC, which is uh, the superior version if you can get over some of the, 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 the UX issues. Because ah. it has like some console-itis, but I think you can either mod past it, but... It's a small thing. Yeah, there are some mods that can fix that. Yeah, yeah, but I would definitely recommend playing this on a PC. You know, and um, if you want to be a girl, yeah, use a controller. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Real men use a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> try. You try playing this on a mouse and keyboard. I I'm imagining it right now. That's how I play it. <laughs> That's Why? a soundbite right a there. <laughs> I'm a sucker for punishment. You're a fucking psycho. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I would say this right. Uh. My final rating for Sekiro is like getting kicked in the balls out of 10. over and over <laughs> again out of 10. <laughs> We've had a starting insight into uh, your private life. Oh yeah, we love that. We love those our, our kicks in the balls here, the last king. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, he does not speak for Look, I am killing off the legacy right now by kicking myself in the balls. That's why we're the last kings. There'll be no more kings after this. <laughs> no kings left. <laughs> we end the lineage now. That's okay? a subtitle right there. No kings left. <laughs> yes, no kings left. <laughs> no kings left. No country for old, no video games for old kings. <laughs> and I think oh, on that gosh. note, we can cap off this episode. Yes, yeah. we should. <laughs> or maybe you I want think... to talk a little bit about some of like the other honorable mentions or the games that we touched but couldn't actually reach our prestigious list of 2019 so far. I want to uh... talk about Baba Is You. Can I? Yeah, sure, please do. Fine. Please do. 
It's fun. Play it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. That's my review. Wow, that was, that was it's fun. very hard. It's very hard to like talk that much about. Oh, it. it's like a spoiler-filled thing. I'm guessing, right? No, it's not. It's basically the best version of Scribble Notes. Okay, there we go. You just sold it. You <laughs> I, would sold say, it. I would say it that way. I'm trying to think of like new games I played this year. There's been a few, and they've all been bad. Uh, bad or mediocre? No. Let's all not... talk about Anthem one more no. time. Okay, worst game of 2019. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I still support. Uh, okay, wait. You know what? Access. Here's here's the thing. Uh, here's my only saving grace about Anthem. Yeah. I like the fact that the review copy we got dissolved after a few days, so at least they they gave us the courtesy of not having to uninstall it. They did it for us. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Thank you, EA. Thanks, wow! EA. For ha- for having us not do one more thing <laughs> in Anthem. Casey Hudson, come on over so we can shit in your mouth even more. <laughs> we'll have to describe Sorry. that scene because it's an audio podcast, so. No, no, uh, no. Okay. I do think I need to like. Just uh, quite clear, right there, sir. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you it's can't literally imagine just that. like like John here prying his mouth open <laughs> as, as Tom aims my ass into his mouth. <laughs> How's that for visual? Tight, so he has to keep it open. And John says, oh "Yes, I'll go get some more of the Wheater Bigs for Tom to eat." So. No, no. I'm not the one doing the shooting. <laughs> I am. Oh, oh, yes, He's okay. aiming my so, Tom, so, so yeah, Shafiq gets a Weetabix. Yes. Exactly. And it's literally like that scene in Star Wars. I got one. Don't get cocky, kid. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't think that's enough we need to finish on. <laughs> shall we? Shall, shall we start shitting on things? Yeah, now? yeah. Okay, okay. So this has been... Oh what, so this has been the cadence of Mr. Toffee signing out. <laughs> cadence of This has been... Uh, the Emperor of all time, <laughs> Simjik Tom. <laughs> and this has been Gearbox Software's shitstorm. <laughs> Jumping. <laughs> Play Sekiro!